don't know. What would you would you rather oh, have a roommate sink. that orders black market LSD strips to your apartment or a West African? I think the LSD. I think I'd pick the LSD. Because at least there's not a bug on a leash. I just cannot get over that fact. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nice to Have a Friend. This is your co-host, Allison, alongside my other co-host, Lauren. And we are so glad to have you back today. We're excited to jump into today's episode because it's the first time that we have really gotten to have listener responses. How do you feel about that, Lauren? Crowd-sourced episodes make it feel like we are the real deal, like a real podcast. I don't know why, but for some reason... We are a real podcast, and we have, like, almost 1,500 downloads. Yeah, I know. And I'm still like, this makes me feel more real, but... Yeah, we got really excited because we were looking at our podcast stats right before this, and we have seven downloads in Europe and four in Asia. I don't know who's listening in those continents. If you're out there, thanks. Uh, But we're global, guys, so thank you for contributing to this We're basically like BTS. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If you listen to that episode, you guys are troopers, and I love you for that. Also, let me know if you start liking BTS because of it. I know none of you are. Today, Lauren and I are excited because we needed you guys' stories on the terrible roommates you had, the weird roommate experiences. When you're thinking, this seems like a random topic to throw in there. Yeah, it is. But we've had these conversations with our friends recently, and we were curious to get other people's experiences because Lauren and I have had some weird ones, and we thought they were weird until you guys sent them in. But Lauren, what was your roommate experience like throughout your four years of college? So I feel like I'm one of the anomalies in college because I am literally best friends forever, BF. F with all of my roommates. Yes, that is true. Yeah, like every single person that I lived with will be in my life forever. I mean, I had sweet mates, and then we had this one um, random roommate that was an RA that actually lived in our um, dorm, but it was set up like an apartment, so she had her own room. So I like still am friends with all those girls on Facebook, but I kind of don't count them as much. I'm kind of talking about people who I like live directly with. Live with. And I even count you, Allison, because you were like my neighbor <laughs> in this dorm situation. So yeah, it's weird because like my roommate for most of college, like if I had had bridesmaids in my wedding, she probably would have been my maid of honor. Like I just love my roommates. But then I also studied abroad in Italy for six weeks. That was a little bit of a different experience because there were like 13 or 14 girls living in one apartment sharing one wi-fi router wait how many rooms did you have we were three to a room and they were like small rooms how long were you there six weeks six weeks okay the living situation was why i was most ready to come home and i'm not trying to tell you that it was like 100 a complete nightmare but it kind of was because it's just not it wasn't as much the girls themselves is it was just the sheer number of us in this apartment that was built in the 1600s like (laughs) i'm not even joking it was like that old um okay just keep flexing that you've been to a historic country okay i get it that's not what i tried to do (laughs) i tried to set the scene that there was like no wi-fi well, there was one Wi-Fi router for, like, 13 girls trying to watch Netflix and FaceTime their boyfriends. So, I, I'm sure you can, like, imagine how I, that was. I can imagine. There were only, like, a couple of bathrooms. We were three to a room. No air conditioning. Our tons of stuff, you know, like, girls have so much stuff. Old food left in their refrigerator, like, all the time. I was, the, like, there were probably three of us out of the 13 that took the trash down ever. I mean, it was, like, it was just, you know... I was really glad to come home and, like, live in a space, again, that was comfortable for me. But the girls themselves were really nice. So I don't really have a roommate horror story. I just have, like, a living situation horror story. What about you? I had a pretty good situation now that I have been able to see everybody else's, which you guys will quickly (laughs) get to hear. My freshman year and going to Disney and my senior year, too, the times when I felt like I really needed it, my roommates were amazing. And it was almost like a blessing God from God. Yeah, because my freshman year roommate, her name's Reagan. She's awesome. She's going to get her master's, I think, at Georgia Tech. Great. Her family's from Knoxville, so they were always really nice to me and would come and take us to eat and give us what we needed and take care of us. And she was an amazing friend. Um, and then senior year, I got placed with some random girls that were also neighbors to Lauren, and they were all super sweet. And the three of them were a little younger than me, so I felt like their mom 
a lot of times, but they would just leave me alone and were not super loud and annoying, and that was great. They invited you, like, when... Yeah, like, I took them to go eat the first kind of, like, week or two that we were in school together to try and just be like, hey, I'm here. You guys can hang out with me. I'm going to talk to you and be sweet. But also, in, like, two weeks, I'm going to start a job, and you're never going to see me again. So just wanted you to know that. But they all became really good friends, and they still live together. So it's kind of like... Almost like your camp kids, you know? That's what it feels like when you've been a counselor for something. But here's the thing. Also, my junior year living in the dorm Lauren and I lived in was fine. Except the girls I lived with were really sweet and I liked them. But they would go somewhere else, thank God, because the smell, I would have murdered oh, them. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They would go that. smoke weed somewhere and come back and be super loud. And it was always on a Monday night. They would be shrieking at like 1 a.m. I was like, why are you getting high on a Monday night? Why can't you do this any other night of the week? But here's the thing, y'all. So you, if you've been around for a couple seasons, you might remember I was in a sorority for a while. I did live in a sorority house my sophomore year of college. Which that is was, not like the movies. It really. is not like the movies. It was the worst, but also a good situation. Facilities-wise, great, because I could drive wherever I wanted. It was really it's safe. It's brand new. Nice, right on the greenway, and I run all the time. Cons. So even though I hated being in a sorority, when we came time to pick rooms my freshman year, I had the highest standing and the most amount of points in my pledge class. Like, I don't understand. I do understand because I follow every rule and did what I was (laughs) supposed to. But like, I had the most points. So I got to pick my room first. Was going to live with a girl that was really sweet and I really liked her, but she ended up transferring schools before the year started. Another girl had the same situation happen. So we ended up getting put together in the same Randomly. room. And I was like, oh, okay, she's she's nice. Like, we've had good interactions. I like her. I don't care about that. So, like, three weeks before we move in, her friend texts me. And in this house, each corner, it was like a big square. And each corner had four people in a room instead of two. And this other girl was going to be in a four-person room. And she was texting me trying to get me to switch so that she and my roommate could room together. And I usually am, I was a pushover until college. And so I was debating being like, I don't want to cause any tension. That's, but I was like, no. That's I'm not, not something you would let no. yourself be pushed so over. So I was like, I'm sorry. I had the first choice and I picked this room. So I'm going to stay. So then it was like awkward after that. Like she wouldn't make eye This girl would it not make eye contact with me. Wouldn't hardly talk to me. Would leave whenever I was in the room. But that ended up being a godsend too. Because I didn't like being there. So it was like I got my own space. Um, but They had she, to know that was a risky ask though. Well, that I mean was, who yeah. would just say like blindly. Yeah I'll switch into a four person room. Trust me, I gave off that vibe for the first 18 years of my life. So I'm trying to reverse that. People would think I would do it too. Yes. But here's the thing. You think that that's the worst part? She would like sleep on top of her bed with the bed made. I never saw her underneath the like. At night or for like a nap? On top, like at night. But she would use blankets and stuff. But it would be like an indentation where her body was. And then there would be like clothes and bags and like things. And it was like a murder scene where they outlined the body. But it was just like her imprint with like stuff. So she that, and then she wouldn't clean her side of the room. So it would be like makeup wipes piled like five or oh, six high. Oh my gosh. Like all this kind of stuff. And like she was And the great. new side was spotless, I'm sure. Pretty much. And so like there wasn't really anything wrong with her. It was just this like... Oh, it looks it looks like a, a disaster movie scene. Like, do you not notice this? Um, so one time I did clean it and I was like, I was walking around something and sororities you have canvases for your littles and so she had some canvases in her floor and I was like stepping over something cut my ankle on them and I literally had that a scar on my ankle from that still oh, so when I say that being in a sorority scarred me gosh. I'm being 100% serious because I literally have a scar on my ankle from it so that was a long-winded way of saying None of them have been that bad. I've had the typical, like, they're not cleaning up after themselves. They're smoking weed Just and being really Just your run-of-the-mill, really but nothing run of the like horrific. Exactly. And I thought that that was bad. But then you guys upstaged Lauren You delivered. Uh, we asked on our Instagram and our Twitter for you to send in submissions of, like, roommate horror stories, weird things that your roommates did, and we got quite a few really good responses. Lauren yes. has kind of gone through a lot of them i have not seen most of them so our goal here is to gauge some like genuine genuine reactions reactions to some of these stories i have seen a couple of them and i'm very excited to share them with you guys today but this is this is 100 percent not filtered really yeah we are reading you what these people sent and i wanted to not paraphrase them as much as possible so we could get like i don't want to put words in people's mouths but i'm going to back up a little bit and just tell you guys why we even wanted to do this episode and then just like a little you know little bit of words to people who maybe didn't go to a public university like ut so 
I wanted to do this because I feel like in every social situation I was in in college, every single time roommate horror stories would get worked into the conversation because I just noticed that people were obsessed with talking about their roommate horror stories and they were obsessed with listening to other people's roommate horror stories. And that kind of topic just sounds perfect for a podcast in my opinion. I think so too. Yeah. And I also like when I was talking to Preston about this episode, he was like so engaged and Preston listens to me a lot when we're talking, but like I could tell that he was like, we were seriously having a long conversation and I was like, we're going to have to stop talking about this because I want you to listen to the episode. And I'm like basically telling you what we're going to say in the episode. Um, but I also wanted to say I was very naive when I entered college. I did not know what weed smelled like. I didn't know that weed was a common, you know, <laughs> drug. I also thought that a fake ID was something that only happened in the movies. And in my first day of college, my like girl that I had just met, who's now one of my really good friends, she caught the bouquet at my wedding. She told me that she was getting a fake ID later that day. Y'all, it's not me. I know what you're thinking. It is not me. (laughs) I thought she was joking. I did not even know that was a real thing. I was like... That day? Was she not 21 yet? On the the first day of college? Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about your wedding day. She told you. The first day that I met her. Sorry, I might have said that weird. But I met her like the first day of college and she was like going to pick up her fake ID later. Fun fact, it was $80. You can get a fake ID for $80. I have no idea what the price range on that is. I don't either. But I was just very naive. Let's just say that. And I thought a lot of people were like me and I didn't realize that... Allison and I are pretty in the minority of social activities at UT. I like to say that I'm a square, but I have round edges. So, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a square. But I like being around people who are not because it's just, like, a part of yeah. my personality that I cannot unhit, unlock. It's like being an Enneagram one. You're just always in your head about stuff. So, it's just so, easier for me to yeah. just, like, be tame. But I love hearing this because this is real life. Right. So, <laughs> during these episodes, you're going to hear us talk about some, some things that we normally don't broach because they're not what our lives are like but we also want you guys to know that we're not prudes and we think this yes is we think these are so funny and this is the general like this is the genuine experience that people have at a big college like this also, and probably small colleges too can i make a comment back to your point about the marijuana and what it smells like yes so i like to describe it as like a skunk but worse yes it's lower it is and it's more of a like sour disgusting smell so if you're not familiar with that consider yourself lucky um, where Lauren and Sour I live, the dorm on UT's campus, I would argue that every dorm on UT's campus smells like this, but it's like For sure. the elevator had almost like a Febreze effect of marijuana. It just smelled like weed all the time. Yep. So it became oddly familiar. After four months of quarantine, when I went and moved my stuff out, still smelled that way. It was oddly comforting. Um, the second, <laughs> <laughs> the second thing, um, was the fake ID. So, well, Lauren and I are not going to be afraid to tell you neither of us ever had one. Um, wish that I was, like, risky enough to have one, but I wasn't. I don't even wish. <laughs> I, I actually don't. I'm just saying that. But I remember on – there's, like, this Facebook page that at UT. If you are a UT student, you probably know what it is if you're a girl. But it's the buy-sell-trade page. Oh, yeah. Where people can go and just, like, sell clothes there's or like ask 5, for advice and stuff um, on, like, restaurants or hairstylists, whatever. And people would go on there and be, like, looking for a fake brown-haired girl like yes. 22 and i was regularly like, you're telling me that they don't look like they don't look close enough to recognize that that, that is not what every you day. look like I every just, day i don't understand that but I, honestly bold y'all because if i lie to someone about my name or say oh yeah i need a table for six and there's like seven and we need an extra chair you like, feel, I feel so bad, bad. About it. so me i don't too. i don't i respect it honestly me too anyway not related to the roommate, but I just thought I would throw my two cents in there. Well, I think we are providing background for the <laughs> listeners. But without further ado, let's hop into the stories. I'm looking forward to this. So are you, what's, our, what's the first on the docket for today, Lauren? Okay, so the first one is a listener story from a girl that I went to high school with. And I went to high school with all three of these girls. And I should have known they would have a roommate story because they are just the type of girls. I love them so much. And this would just happen to them. They're like always, I don't know, they're just like so dramatic and they know that they're so dramatic and they love it and I love that they're so dramatic and everyone loved it too so I'm excited to read their story okay so you know I'm just gonna leave their names in because it's good 
Okay, so we all moved to Johnson City together. Well, one of our roommates left after the first semester, and we had to find a new roommate. Michaela had a friend in her sorority she thought would be a good fit. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> she turned out to be crazy. We ended up hating each other, and one night I thought we were all home, but Michaela and Ashley had actually left. Our roommate was in the living room talking really, really bad about all of us to her friend. So I texted Ashley and Michaela and asked if they heard her, and they were like, oh, we aren't home. What is she saying? So I told them what she said. Michaela texted her, and they got really into it. This is Lauren's commentary right here. I know Michaela probably, like, destroyed this girl by text message. <laughs> that is how she is. That's um, awesome. Well, little did I know, because I didn't have our random roommate on Snapchat, but she actually put a sign on my door that said, Snitches get stitches <laughs> during this conversation. So The, the room, the, like, the girl, the not The, the random the roommate put a sign on the door that said, Snitches get stitches. The random roommate's sister took a picture of it and posted it on her Snapchat. Well, one of the girls in the group that I know was friends with her sister on Snapchat, and she showed it to the girl who submitted the story. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So when Ashley got home, we I had to sleep in the room with her because I was kind of scared that this girl said snitches get stitches because of her personality. Then Michaela and I went to the police station the next morning and tried to get a restraining order against her, but the, she said they said she hadn't done enough yet. So we talked to the managers of what? our apartment building and got her kicked out and had to get a random roommate assigned to us. Michaela, I have a question. Number Wait, one. Wait, it's Tiffany. Tip, I'm sorry, Tiffany, I have a question. Um, was the note written serial, serial killer style with magazine cutouts? <laughs> That's my first question. Second, commentary on stalking and how you can't get a restraining order because she hadn't done enough. That's really funny. I'm I so know, sorry that I know. you guys had to deal with that. I just love these girls so much. I wish they could have told me this story in person. I wish we could call them into the podcast. Also, the way- snitches get stitches. Why are, why are you calling her a stitch if you put it on your Snapchat story and someone uh, else is going to find it? That's well, not but, how the internet I works. Know. I know. Also, ETSU is a smaller school, and all these people are in the same story. Okay, when they said Johnson City, I was wondering if that's... I I was assuming, because that's the only school up there, but... And they're all in the same sorority, so I'm just... Wondering why this girl would put that let girl her was sister. in their sorority too. Did I miss that detail? The girl was on in Michaela and Ashley's sorority. Tiffany was in the sorority. Again, y'all know that if you're in a sorority, your pledge class all has each other on there, and then people do that yes. thing where they screenshot and put the Snapchat back up on their story to where it's like twenty deep. Like yes. somebody's gonna see that. I know. Well, sorry guys. Glad that you are still alive and that you made it. Um, that is pretty funny. I know. <laughs> I know. I wish they could have told this story, but I hope I did it justice. Okay, so here we have a listener submitted story, and she is actually submitting a story for her friend. Her friend lived with a girl who would take out her trash, but instead, for the entire year, would just put the trash bags in their coat closet. (laughs) Wait a minute. Do I need to say that again for full effect? (laughs) Yes, can you say it again for full effect? The listener who submitted this story... Her friend lived with a girl, and the girl would take out the trash and put it in their coat closet for an entire year. Listen, this is, who is this? Uh, This was anonymous. Um, Listen, I am going to just tattle on myself so when i lived at disney all of my you put your trash in a coat closet (laughs) no no all of my roommates were wonderful they literally never did anything wrong but i'd had a day where i was just pissed off and i was fed up with work and everything else and i'd taken the trash out like four times in a row and so like three of my roommates walked in and i very passive aggressively this was before i learned about the enneagram and understood that i was a one with pent-up rage but i looked at them and said can someone other than me please take the trash out i'm tired of doing it like in that tone and i just am thinking if i lived with this girl how i would have gone off on her Um, in their coat closet for a year (laughs) what how did nobody even smell it though is my question could it really be in there for a year is that how covid got started (laughs) in that trash closet i mean that's very weird to me like nobody could even smell it were there not flies rats bugs Okay, next story. 
I roomed with a girl who got so mad that another roommate put her pots in the dishwasher. She ended up taking all the pots and pans. She was the one who said she would bring all of the stuff at the beginning of the year and hid them in her closet. To this day, she doesn't know we all knew all the house's pots and pans were hiding with her shoes. She also didn't like us to stand on her kitchen chair, so she took those too. We used lawn chairs for half a year. People are wild. I wonder what what set her off to just... Them putting the dishes in the dishwasher, the pots and pans in the dishwasher, I guess. But first of all, who brings a super nice set of pots and pans to college when you live with like other people? You know, I know you have to be respectful of other people's stuff, I would always, I probably would not put it in the dishwasher, but I think when you come to college and you're in that situation, you have to know that you don't need to bring nice stuff. Yeah, like I wouldn't park my Lamborghini in the in the community parking garage because yeah. somebody's going to hit it. Or bring like really nice pots and pans that you want to keep for like your the future home. How do you say it? La Crusade. La Crusade. <laughs> like one of those. I know. So was that's it one crazy. Of those? I can understand if she was putting one of those in the washer. But. I know. The next listener actually sent in a bullet point list of all the ways her roommate wronged her. And it's a very good list. I have seen this one and I think bullet points sum it up very nicely. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Let's get into it. So drug dealing in the kitchen, loud sex in the middle of the afternoon, (laughs) sex in our living room while we were home belligerently drunk male companion screaming and banging on the front door at two in the morning smoking weed in the apartment inside the apartment (laughs) using an alias to get black market lsd strips mailed to the apartment okay i have a couple of comments here lauren so we'll just start at the beginning number one um, each of those bullet points sounds like uh, the track list for Post Malone's newest album. <laughs> you're so right. Oh, my Two, gosh. Sarah, you're really burying the lead there when you say getting black market LSD strips mailed to the apartment. Um, your FBI agent has definitely had a flag yeah. on you since then. Number three, I I feel bold when I sing in the apartment when I know that somebody else is there. How are people having sex in the middle of the afternoon when people are home? I don't understand what what That's people college. are bold. That is college people roommate are bold. for you. Exactly. And I right have there. to say, I kind of respect it in a way. Not really, but kind of just like the, the fact that you just don't care. Just fascinating to me. I, I can't even comprehend. <laughs> I can't even comprehend to respect it. But honestly, if I had a dollar for every single time that I heard a roommate horror story involving, like, loud sex where everybody can mm-hmm. hear it, oh my gosh, I could have, like, paid for college. See, mine's more, like, drug stuff. My, yeah. When I hear about it, it's not so much that. But I guess our two, like, Venn diagram circles are just aligning Meshing today. Meshing perfectly. Okay, one listener submitted a random story about their cousin at UT, and it's kind of broad, but I'm just going to share it anyways. Her cousin shares a bathroom with another guy who always steals his toilet paper, which is a hot topic in 2020, never washes <laughs> his towel, and eats his food. When he confronted the guy, he never acknowledged anything. I feel like that is probably what most people's experience with. Yeah. So some of the ones that are a little bit wild, like maybe you haven't had a restraining order against you or somebody buying black market drugs. But I feel like most people can probably relate to this one. Yes. It still is frustrating, it's even if it's my little mute. things. Yeah. So... That is weird. Which, do you mind if I hop in with a story yeah. on, on this next one, Lauren? Well, the cool thing is we've grown a little bit since our last episode, so we actually have some submissions by people that are not at college in the state of Tennessee, Lauren. Yeah. Isn't that wild? We're global. As, we're global. We're all across the Southeast. <laughs> and seven people in Europe and four people in Asia. So, like we said I earlier. mean, who's counting? Um, me. But we have a submission, and uh, I guess we do have to preface this by saying this is a guy, so maybe less creepy, but it still is a little gross. Um, but he said, I don't know if I would put this under horror story, but I was definitely grossed out whenever one of my roommates decided that his underwear, and he denotes boxers in parentheses, oh. were too, too worn out anymore. <gasps> he would use them as a dish towel to dry <laughs> off his dishes. <laughs> Wait, I have to hope that he did run them through the wash before using them as a dish towel, but it still grossed me out. Also, he was 27 or 28. Thoughts, Lauren. Oh my gosh. I would just like to note that your prefrontal cortex in your brain is supposed to stop developing at 26. So that is a full-grown man using 
something that hugs an area we don't want to think about wiping off dishes but do you think it was clean i feel like that makes it a whole different ball game does it make it a whole different ball game just because it's been sterilized doesn't mean i want it touching my dish okay okay you're right you're right i mean my mom would use like old t-shirts and like old washcloths and stuff like old um like undershirts of my dad's but that would be more for like cleaning the bathtub or something not like dishes yeah that's a little bit too much for me let's just pray they were clean let's hope this person said i lived in the chinese language house slash apartment my sophomore year of college and we signed a contract for single bedrooms but when we moved in they were double bedrooms so i ended up having to share the first of many pitfalls my roommate was an international chinese student and we had some differences but i didn't mind being around her the only thing is she had a boyfriend but i'd never met him and she always spoke in chinese so i usually didn't know what they were talking about she was usually a or sorry i messed up a sentence she was a music major so she would always come home last and wouldn't usually lock the door which was a bummer but she was would usually go straight into our room and go to sleep one night i came in later than her and went in to go to sleep but i couldn't so i went to the bathroom when i came back to the bathroom i opened the bedroom door and there was a tall stranger standing right outside of our bedroom i was terrified and had never seen him in my entire life so i was scanning my bedroom looking for sharp (laughs) objects and was like heck no then i go in there and it's clear to me that they know each other as i hear them start arguing in chinese so i go to wake up my other roommates on the other side of the apartment and ask hey do you know what's going on the two go outside and start yelling at each other more later he leaves she comes back in goes to sleep like nothing ever happened the sad thing is he worked at the library so every time i'd see him i would get scared that was the first of many experiences like that through the course of the year so i'm sorry if this entire podcast is just me laughing like really breathy into the mic i'm just imagining what i would do if i woke up and like went to the bathroom and came back actually i live alone right now so i probably shouldn't be imagining this but like there's someone standing in the corner and i'm trying to think where's the knife or the baseball bat (laughs) i'm just thinking about how like not well equipped i am to deal with any situation like that here is another story and just buckle up you guys lauren has not heard this so i'm very curious to hear your reaction to this I, this is actually from the same listener. So, I also had a freshman roommate who was really strange. She would never make eye contact with me and would go multiple weeks without speaking to me. Barring some of the more graphic details, our second semester, she did a lot of strange things. Stay up all night and do homework and watch basketball really loud. And I was like, oh, fine about that. But one night, I came into my room and she had a bunch of boxes. I was pretty innocent at the time, so I was confused. But she was basically unboxing all of these sex toys that she had ordered. And I was like, what is going on? <gasps> As she was unboxing all of them on her bed, no shame, whatever you want to do, that's fine. But later that day, following this experience, which I was so confused about, I'd left to go to the communal bathroom. She sees me leave, so I'm obviously coming back after I take my shower. But when I walk back in the room, 15 minutes later, she is trying to figure out the sex toys and how to use them. I was mortified, but just went in and got dressed and didn't say anything. I mean, it's my room too. Where else was I supposed to go? She just didn't bring it up ever. Let's just say the first two years of college for me were pretty rough. I just have to say that the person who sent me these sent them in a voice memo and I was at work. So I put my headphones in and was like transcribing this, like sitting and cackling at the table while there's a football press conference going on on the other side. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I don't know. I just just wanted to give you guys that context of like imagining me typing that out. Thank you. Um, I needed that. Why is a college... I don't... Actually, you know, I don't want to know. You guys do what you want. Let's leave it there. But just leave it in the box if I'm in the room. Thank you. Moving on. (laughs) So our next listener started out college with one roommate, but she ended up having to leave and she got a new one. And this roommate was very, very different from what she has described. They just had different backgrounds. They were from different places, different interests, all that kind of stuff. So her, she says, my roommate would stay on the phone with her boyfriend from till 2 to 3 a.m. every single night. She would complain about me saying I was a basic sorority girl and I could hear her on the phone. Uh, she brought all of her bedding clothes and toiletries with her the tv microwave coffee pot and basically everything else in the room were mine and i didn't mind sharing at all i actively really tried to be positive and a good friend to her even though it was weird at first but she would do things like stay up really late talking and even hide the tv remote in her pillowcase so that i couldn't watch what i wanted oh to watch oh my gosh there started to be more and more conversations where i could hear her actively talking about me and it all started to be too much i decided i didn't want to have a terrible freshman year experience so my dad and i found a single dorm bedroom and 
and got me out of there. This is where it gets kind of funny and maybe a little mean, but my roommate had no way track meet that following weekend, so without telling her, I moved out of our room, taking the TV, coffee pot, microwave, and everything with me. I never saw her again after that. She literally got home from the track meet and walked into a basically empty dorm room. Maybe she thought I died or something. I don't know. <laughs> I will say that seems like a savage move, but my mom actually did that. She had a terrible roommate. Oh my one gosh. Her, one of her years of college. And did she your said mom that she submitted just, a story? No, she did not submit a story. I didn't think to ask her to. She could have. She's seen, she's seen all of our stuff, but um, she, I know she moved out and she was like, I had the TV, but I had my brother come move it for me because her brother was at the same college and she just like moved everything out one night and didn't tell her roommate. It's petty, but I like it. <laughs> it, it is petty, but it's, I like, would do it's it a power too. move. I would do it too. Here's one that's uh, changing from the rest a little bit. I was actually really glad when we got this submission because this one's actually a little bit spooky instead of, you know, just like people being crazy. Okay. Hey, guys. Love your podcast. Oh, that's so nice. I have a little bit of an unconventional roommate horror story to tell you guys. I was working summer camp, and every week we were paired to bunk with a different counselor so that we could make friends among the staff. One week, I was paired with this girl who was super nice. Everyone was saying we had a lot in common, and we definitely hit it off. Let me pause real quick to set the scene here. We just happened to be in the oldest living facilities on the campus. Think underneath Neyland Stadium type of dorm situation because we were on a college campus. So that is like very dilapidated, guys. Old and creepy. Anyways, we chatted a little bit before we go to bed. She warned me that she sleep talks from time to time, but nothing could have prepared me for this. About an hour later, I was dead asleep when she shot up out of her bed and yelled, There's someone behind you! <laughs> I immediately got up and looked around. I could not find anything in the room. She kept repeating, someone's in here, someone's in here. I looked under beds, in the closet, just about every corner inch of that room. Nothing. I start to settle back in bed, and all of a sudden, she starts to laugh. Not like a nice laugh. The most creepiest, bone-chilling laugh you've ever heard in your life. in the world? And I kid you not, she begins to say, they're here getting horror story vibes yeah me too it was honestly one of the most demonic things i've ever experienced you can bet i didn't sleep the rest of the night and prayed so much the next morning she remembers nothing she was sleep talking the entire time needless to say we did not room together after that week what the heck what is she dreaming about Preston says I sleep talk every single night, and some nights I don't even dream when he says that I don't remember dreaming. Oh, the human so brain is So maybe scary. you're just not remembering dreams that you've dreamed. So we're coming down to the last two stories, which these have gone way faster than I thought they would, but we kind of saved two of the best ones for last. One listener is actually the girl who, or one listener who submitted a story is actually the girl who designed our podcast logo, and she had a really great story. I thought this one was really funny, and like, not the most craziest thing you've ever heard, but just one that's very indicative of how most roommate situations go in college. Well, I'm interested to hear this, because one of her sweet mates is actually one of my good friends that I still have from my sorority, so that'll be That girl is involved in the story. Okay. I'm sure, I figured she probably was. (laughs) Ha ha ha, have I got a story for you? y'all. I'll share that the one that includes screenshots, but basically I live with two random roommates and my roommate from freshman year. She's amazing and I love her, but our two roommates, our two random roommates hate one another. One had her parents call the front office when the other was letting her boyfriend come and go from our apartment unattended, and she also was going to have a guy friend spend the weekend unaccompanied in her room while she stayed with her boyfriend. But Long story short, they have major beef. After this incident and the roommate that snitched was angry, but long story short, they have major beef. After this incident and the roommate that snitched was angry, our fridge wasn't clean, so she took it upon herself to clean it and went nuts in our group chat. And this was how their conversation went. One roommate said, (laughs) okay, let's talk about the roommates. I'm going to give them names. So we're going to have Sarah and we're going to have... Katie? Katie. Okay. Those are our friends so, we do book club with. This Sarah, is not the names of these people. <laughs> okay. So Sarah said, the kitchen smells like something might be rotting in the fridge. When everyone has a chance, can y'all go through your food to make sure it's still good? Question mark. Okay. That seems polite. Sarah texted again. Okay. Because nobody got anything out. I took matters into my own hands oh, no. because the whole kitchen smelled. We had rotting grapes and salad. So if that was yours, sorry, but I threw it out. Roommate slash... A, roommate a slash sarah i had high hopes for you because that was a really polite phrasing <laughs> That's okay katie roommate b said 
Katie said, I don't know who you were talking to like that, Sarah, but it better not be me. I saw your message. <laughs> Lauren. I saw your message. Did I respond to it? No, because you know I'm not cool with you at all, and you know that, so I'm not <laughs> going to <laughs> I am crying right now. <laughs> so hard. I don't know why. No, nope, for anyone so listening, funny. Lauren literally does have tears coming out of her eyes. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need I'm you to breathe. I need you to compose yourself, and I need you to reread this. Lauren, you look like you just saw a dog die in a movie. That's what the kind of glassy eyed. I don't know right why now. this is cracking me up so bad. Roommate B slash Katie messages back. I don't know who you were talking to like that, Sarah, but it better not be me. I saw your message. Did I respond to it? No, because you know I'm not cool with you at all, and you know that, so I'm not going to talk or respond to you. I will respond to you right now, though, just to inform you that I was in Nashville for the past couple of days, and I just got back around 2.30 today. I purposely rushed home before work so I could check the fridge, and I did take some of the stuff out that I thought was old. Those carrots and salad were not mine. So they're basically fighting over rotting food. I just think that that is so funny that you would just be like, we are, you know, I'm not cool with you at all. Also, I already did what you asked. <laughs> and just, oh gosh. Okay. Also, this is kind of a really in small detail that I picked up on, but she was going to, one of these girls was going to go stay at her boyfriend's apartment. Well, her and boyfriend let, stay in her room. That's no, it wasn't. Her, a I mean, her um, boy space friend stay in that room. And that's not that's a boy not space cool. friend. That's a side piece. And you're letting him stay in your room. That is hilarious. I'm just kidding. <gasps> that's probably not true. But that just seems like you know, like new girl when like Jess is like dating one person, but like she's like, I got Nick, my boy space friend, is staying in my room on a company this weekend. Yeah. Like that's not. Mm. Seems yeah. like there's more going on there. Anyway, okay. also, again, the we are not cool, and you know that. <laughs> that's just so funny. I know. That's the part with that got me. Also, I like, I don't know who you're talking to like that, Sarah, but it better not be <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love this so much. Okay, but also, she prefaced this by saying that her and the girl that you know were both out of town this entire time. So, they were, like, completely out of this. And the other two roommates were just going at it. I love that so much. Guys, I think this is my favorite one. I read this to Preston, and he was literally, like, his jaw was on the table. And my jaw was on the table. It is insane. I won't build it up too much longer. Okay. Okay, I'm reading Are you going to get through this without laughing? Yeah, this one's more like, this one isn't as funny. This it's like wild. wild. Also, can I just make a note for everyone who listened to last week's episode? I said that's wild about six times because I listened back to, I never listened I'm sure to the episodes no one after noticed. I edited the, I noticed. I listened back to it after like the day that it dropped so that I could listen to what it sounds like at the end. Because by the time you finish editing them, they just, <laughs> you're like, whatever. It just blurs together. But I said, that's wild like six times and now i'm going to make sure i never Could say you make it again. a cut of it of like you just saying that's wild that's wild then i'd have to go listen wild. to the whole episode again so i'd rather not but just imagine that's wild so <laughs> i've already said it three times in the last minute <laughs> okay here is my story my freshman year of college, I was rooming with a girl who I thought was going to be my first real friend at college. We talked all summer long, and I thought we created a friendship before ever even coming to campus. Within our first two weeks, we had two casual conversations. However, as soon as she found out that I was there on scholarship, our friendship changed drastically. She wasn't your typical rich girl, but she had money. She was also super smart, and I guess she felt that I wasn't smart enough to be there on scholarship, parentheses. She told me that numerous times throughout my freshman year as the year got worse. The first thing I noticed that was super weird was she stopped talking to me. She would ignore me. She would not look at me. Then she found out I watched the remake of the movie It. This was in September 2017. So she brought a clown doll she had from home and would hide it somewhere on my side of the dorm. And I would find it randomly while I would be getting ready or doing homework or something. This doll had a wind-up wand in its back that would play classical music while its head would rotate around. She would wind it up sometimes while I was preparing to go to sleep and then laugh about it when I couldn't find it. Usually if it was playing music, it would be from her side of the room. Her next tactic was to get a pet. I love animals, so I was super excited when she told me that she was getting a pet. I had a pet fish at the time as well. However, she brought in a pet cockroach. I'm and sorry, I, I read that before you said it. And I immediately was sickened. 
he was a West African cockroach. The cockroach, whose name was Jeffrey, sat in a tank on top of our microwave. She would not move him, even when I got a resident assistant involved. Can we take a time out before you can? You're not even supposed story. to have animals that can move. You're only supposed to have fish. First of all, brought a clown doll. A cockroach. The way you're setting this up, she definitely would have been in the capital if this was the Hunger Games number two. The cockroach. I just have so many questions. Is she a serial killer now? Okay, sorry. Anyway, just keep going. I know. At the beginning of the semester, when we were still friends, we signed a roommate contract. In that contract, it stated that we would keep our room decent, decently clean. I really liked for the room to be clean because it was already small, so any kind of clutter made it feel even smaller. Once she stopped talking to me, she decided to mess the room up. I used to have to go home quite often for mental health reasons. Freshman year was very hard for me for this and other reasons. We relate so much. Understandable. I came home from being gone for a few days to see that there were shrimp tails just lying on our shared sink that were beginning to grow mold. Were they from her or the cockroach? Shrimp tails, everyone. (laughs) Shrimp tails. They weren't even on a plate or anything. I was furious. I love that detail. I love that detail. I just picturing like shrimp Shrimp tails laying on a sink. I just want to know if she ate them or if the cockroach Jeffrey ate them. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I was furious. When I confronted her about it, she stated, it's just trash. It's no different than your ramen noodle cup that's on your desk right now. The difference was that my ramen noodle cup was my dinner for the night and the shrimp tails had been there for days she made my freshman year a nightmare the only time she was friendly to me was when she wanted some of my food that i ordered we even shared a class together both semesters and i attempted to partner with her to try and make the year be somewhat bearable she would not have it and would always find a way to avoid sitting near me to this day whenever i see her on campus she will not make eye contact with me our sophomore year we lived in the same dorm hall and on the same floor every time we rode in the same elevator she would not she would not look listen i'm really sorry that this was your freshman year experience but if she's not looking you in the eye now don't you think that's probably a good thing for you because now you don't have to make eye contact or conversation with a person who has a pet west african cockroach named jeffrey on a leash and would leave shrimp tails that she ate or the cockroach we're not sure oh my gosh I don't know. What would you would you rather have a roommate sink. that orders LSD blackmail drugs, black market LSD strips to your apartment, or a West African? I think the LSD. I think I'd pick the LSD. Because at least there's not a bug on a leash. I just cannot get over that fact. Is that not wild? I'm so glad I saved that one till the end because I think that's the best one we got. And what I like about that is it's not necessarily like the specific one thing. It was just the details, <laughs> like the the story that you just told. She just, can write a book about that. It. Was wonderful. Maybe you should write a book. I think you have a future in writing and, and journalism and feature writing and book writing. The, just the detail of not on a plate or anything just was the funniest part. That was so good. Thing. It wasn't even on a plate. I was. <laughs> I love that so, so much. Also, guys, this is just a little side note. That listener story actually came because a girl sent our story asking for roommate stories to her friend. So that just goes to show you what the power. I'm not even trying to do of like, like a shameless plug of just right now. Connect or just I don't know. But just sharing our podcast via Instagram story really does so much for us because I mean that just probably seemed like a simple act to the girl who shared it with her. But then we ended up getting this amazing podcast story and this amazing new like and that friend. was that was a good story. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that that person is gonna be in the news one day for murdering someone if she's putting clowns yeah. in people's rooms. I'd love to see where are they now of these roommates. I know. Honestly, I want to know where the guy is that was cleaning his dishes with the boxers because I just can't get over that one either. Also, when I've listened to podcasts like this, I always think about what would it be like to be the person that they're talking yeah, like, about. What's going through their brain? I what know. have I done that someone else may think is yes. crazy? Like, are we on a podcast for our actions? I hope to God not, but probably. Probably. I guess the whole point of this, not necessarily to shame anybody for the weird things that they do, because Lauren and I have weird things we do as well, more so to highlight that, you know, 
we've all been through these places where we have some weird people around us yeah and we don't know college how to handle is it that moment and you may if you're in college right now and you find this podcast first of all we're glad to have you around but to just know that you will make it through even if they're leaving notes that say snitches get stitches on your door or i don't know leaving their dirty food in the fridge washing their dishes with boxers ordering black market drugs to your apartment just keep grinding you will get it through will it be okay it will be okay and you will have some great stories to tell in the future on podcasts in your memoir when you are being interviewed on the tonight show with jimmy fallon you will have good stories for the future yes that's a great note to end on allison thank you i appreciate it i'm good at uh, wrapping things up just not presents i'm bad at that uh speaking of christmas is coming up <laughs> what that transition was just insane i, <laughs> I just forgot that. that i brought your christmas present tonight and i need to give it yeah, to you i'm excited which is very exciting anyway guys that's random well i hope that you guys enjoyed hearing those stories and seriously lauren and i cannot tell you how grateful we are for everyone that submitted a story we couldn't even include everyone's because we got that many yes um, this would be another 30 40 minutes and we're not going to do that we to you were guys. texting each other like wondering is anyone even going to submit anything and then they just started rolling in i could have cried i was so happy but we were so grateful because to us i don't want this to sound cheesy but we wanted to do this for fun obviously because lauren and i are getting to spend time together and do this but we do want to build community and when you share things with your friends and you send stories to us it just shows that like you're looking and paying attention and yes. connecting with us and that means a lot so thank you to everyone who submitted a story even if it didn't make it into the episode trust me lauren and i were rolling on the floor about a lot yeah. of these um it, it, even though we tried not to share them with each other i didn't see a lot of them until today those were genuine like yeah. genuine of silence and wheezing um <laughs> but the we, wheezing was me the wheezing was lauren she couldn't get through half of those oh gosh wow but, allison just dragged me on the podcast i don't know who you think you're talking to but it better not be me okay that's gonna be our new thing <laughs> maybe if we ever get big and have merch we can put that on the t-shirt i don't know who you think yeah you think you're talking to but that's gonna be a long t-shirt i know when you're like hey can you do the show notes for the episode i'm gonna be like i don't know who you think you're talking to but it better, better not, not be, be me <laughs> oh gosh guys well you know that we can't end an episode without giving you our one of the week which is basically our favorite thing of the week lauren what is your favorite thing that you have to suggest for our listeners this week? Okay, so if you're a regular listener around here, you know that I'm very, like, cyclical on my hobbies. I have a lot of hobbies. I like to cross-stitch. I like to, thanks to Allison for teaching me to cross-stitch. I like to watch movies. I like to watch TV. I like to read. You know, all of the above. So I'm very, like, hot and cold on things, but this week it has been reading. And I'm actually listening to the audiobook for All the Light We Cannot See, and it is very good. I need to look up and see who the author is. But it's set in, like, World War II in Germany and in France, and it's so good. The author is actually Anthony Dewar, but it's very, very good. And I think I'm going to get it for Preston's dad, which is mm. honestly a very random person for me to give it to. But I can just tell he's going to like it. I think he it would like be a it. good book to gift someone because I think almost anyone would like it, male or female, like young or old. Interesting. What's funny is I told Lauren that I am actually reading that right now, but... We didn't even know that either. No, I am only, I don't know, like a tenth of the way through it, but I stopped because Lauren and I have a book club with some friends, and we have another book that I suggested, and I'm 4% of the way through that. I think I'm the only one finished with you it. You are, and I haven't read in over two or three weeks. I've just been a little busy. And then when I pick it up, I fall asleep. So i got to get back on the reading train, but I haven't been it's on okay. a reading grind in a while. I took a break and was watching a lot of TV, so yeah. it's fine. Well, it then we'll swip swap. Swip, yeah. Flip flop swap. I don't know what word I'm trying to say, but we'll just swap our interest for the week because my one of the week is actually a TV show and it's not new, but it is the show Nailed It on Netflix. Oh, I don't yeah. know uh, if any of you guys out there like baking shows. I actually do, but the reason that I love Nailed It is because it's a baking show for people who are bad at baking. So if you have never heard of it before, it's hosted by a comedian, but there's also a French pastry chef and cake connoisseur that is a judge as well yeah but then they'll get a third judge that is usually a comedian it's not normally they have bakers on there occasionally but it's usually somebody funny and they will have three amateur bakers come in and try to recreate a nice cake like you would see on cake boss or something but they are terrible at it i 
am not kidding when I say they were doing one where they had to make Rice Krispie treats, and a woman so easy. has Rice Krispies in a bowl and gets one of those gigantic marshmallows that you use for, like, a, it's an obnoxiously big marshmallow. Like, You're not gonna use as it for a anything. funny thing? Yes. She puts that in the bowl with the Rice Krispie treats and just starts masking it with a wooden spoon. <laughs> and I was cackling because I'm like, do you not have enough common Melting? sense to know that you have to warm it up at least a little bit to make it, like, to where they're going to mash together? You can't mash two solids together. I'm not a scientist or a physicist or anything, but at least I know that. Oh, so my god! It's just funny because it, it's just lighthearted. It's fun. And as an editing nerd, I will say that I love the way they edit the show it's almost like combining youtube culture with a well-shot tv okay. show and they'll put That's the best of big the best. graphics like they had a guy on it and he said insert the font right now big cakes but then put it in the meme font big cakes and so they just keep doing the things that they i don't know it's just the way that they edit the show it's so good it's so funny so if anybody out there has a netflix hookup and they need an editor on nailed it tell them to contact me my email is allison i'm just kidding but i do love that show it's very funny and there's four regular seasons of it of nailed it and then there's a, a nailed holiday. it holiday edition where there's two seasons so you could catch up on the holiday ones if you want to get some christmas and hanukkah vibes and new year's as well i'm actually gonna send you this episode do you watch bon appetit on youtube occasionally i okay it's not i'm not i don't gravitate towards food videos on youtube but sometimes i'll go down that okay. rabbit hole and i, enjoy I think them. the people certain times on bon appetit they edit like that as well like it's mm-hmm. a very funny edit and mm-hmm. the editors almost make the show way better than it would be yeah. you know honestly Which if i, I know could pick we appreciate a dream job editor. i would honestly be editing for like cosmos youtube content vogue's youtube content <laughs> maybe the podcast with Knox and jamie which is my favorite podcast that's not this one i mean don't go listen to a ton of other podcasts but go listen Only to ours. theirs it's great um but i yeah editing for something like that where they just have a good culture where they allow you to be funny because yeah. i think you know kind of getting back to like lauren and i want to share part of our personal lives i've been having a job crisis as of late because i have realized i think that i do not want to work in sports i've i've worked in it for three and a half years going on four now but working in it more in a full-time role even though i'm not full-time has shown me how i don't necessarily enjoy it because sometimes you're you don't have a lot of the creativity to be fun because you're working for a brand and i understand that every time you work some for a company that's established or a university you're working for a brand but in a university it's almost kind of like each team is its own brand yeah and so when you know that one team can be a little bit more fun and outgoing and another team has to be a little bit more reserved it's frustrating because it gives you less room to try new things um and i'm kind of looking forward to potentially branching out and trying something else and so i've just been editing things on my own for fun and trying to just figure out how i like to edit and learning things on my own and it's helping me enhance my skill where I feel like I'm in a box at work and I can't necessarily do that as much because I don't have as much passion yeah. behind it. I don't know if that makes sense. So No, totally. Figuring out careers, a little scary, but we're figuring it out. But at least watching Nailed It reminds me I do love to edit. It's just, it's exciting when it's behind something where you can be a little bit more fun and yes, playful rather totally. than serious. Yeah. You know, so Nailed It, great show. Check it out on Netflix. Love it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for coming along on that journey with us. That was so much fun. Please let us know if you want us to do more episodes like this because after seeing all those amazing, horrible, amazingly horrible stories, after seeing all those amazingly horrible stories that you all put together for us, we just know we could do a couple more topics like this. So if you have any ideas for stories like this, let us know. Exactly what Lauren just said. If you liked this kind of episode, please hit us up on one of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at nice to have a friend pod and Twitter at nice to have a fri one, which is down in the show notes. You don't actually have to type that in for yourself. But let us know if you liked these like listener submission episodes because we would love to do more of them if you guys want to keep sharing. Uh, but other than that, be on the lookout because we have a fun episode coming next week. It might be Christmas themed. There might be some special editions that you will find out about later. But in the meantime, hang out with us on Instagram and Twitter. Rate and review us, hopefully five stars on Apple Podcasts. And please share us with someone you love, whether that's on social media, by text, or in person. And again, thank you guys for doing that this week. And we hope that you'll continue to do that in the future. And we can let our community grow and hopefully share more amazingly terrible stories in the future we hope this podcast reminds you it's nice to have a friend bye guys snitches get stitches